Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Hello and welcome to It's a Fandom Thing. I'm your host, Erin Marlowe, and each week I'm joined by a panel of guests to discuss all things fandom and pop culture, primarily from a female perspective. You'll find everything from fanfic, to cosplay, to Schitt's Creek, to Supernatural, and everything in between. So put on your favorite piece of fandom merch, set aside that fanfic that you're writing about your OTP, and sit back and enjoy this week's episode. So hello and welcome to this special episode of It's a Fandom Thing. And apologies in advance because you might hear some rain in the background or some thunder. I am not out in the middle of a field. No, we're just having a little bit of a thunderstorm here. But for this episode, we are going to be talking about season three of The Boys. And I know I had said on some previous episode that we were going to be doing this as a live stream. At some point, just a live stream only. Well, things happened and this is going to be a podcast episode maybe we'll do a live stream eventually and who knows when you're hearing this episode it could be friday august 5th it could be some other time in august it could be 2023 (laughs) (laughs) but this should be fun i have my wonderful amazing podcast brain twin jen from my streaming bubble and then also paula joining me so this, and Japala is amazing too, just because I didn't say amazing doesn't mean she's not amazing. But we are going to start this like we do every other episode, and I'm going to ask my lovely panelists what they're into right now in pop culture. Jen. Hi, hello, and thank you for having me back. That's kind of a weird way to say hi. That was very game showy. I'm sorry. <laughs> But it's out there and there's nothing I can do about it now. But uh, <laughs> it's been so long. So I'm just excited to be back. But let's see. What a pop culture things that we are into right now. So we are watching uh, uh, Only Murders in the Building on Hulu. Uh, I love that show so much. And what else? I'm trying to find like new ghost hunty shows because I'm very, very picky about my ghost hunty shows. And I hate almost every single one I've ever watched. <laughs> and so I'm, so yeah, I'm just kind of hopping around the different, cause we have Discovery Plus. So they have a whole like paranormal section trying to find something that doesn't annoy the ever loving shit out of me. So I'm taking recommendations, but I'm very, very picky and I'll probably hate it. But that's about what we're into is <laughs> fictional murder mystery podcast sitcom series and trying to find new ghosty shows <laughs> and i'll probably hate it <laughs> i'll probably hate it i'm sorry <laughs> you should be sorry um <laughs> <laughs> just a little bit <laughs> and paula hey hey Hello. paula what are you into <laughs> hi <laughs> Um, I haven't been watching a whole lot of anything recently other than um, trying to 
rewatch a bit of the boys getting ready for this podcast. But recently with my gaming group, we started a new uh, RPG game uh, that we uh, um, have set in the um, Star Trek Strange New Worlds era. So I'm looking forward to actually starting that show because I haven't seen it yet. So I will hopefully be starting that this week. Awesome. And this is Aaron. Um, and I've been trying to think, what am I into? Because I, I, you know, I, I was not prepared for this episode. This was the last minute thing we decided to record yesterday. Well, you know what? I, okay, this is really stupid because I'm not really into this. But so the other day I was like, I'm just going to watch a bunch of horror movies, which is something new and different for me. And I'm going to watch some, like, I rewatched uh, the, the last Halloween movie. And then I decided to find something else. And I rewatched, there's this movie from 1989, 1990, called Lisa. <laughs> Have either of my panelists heard this movie or seen this movie? I don't think so. No, I've up, never though. heard of this. Did you ever watch My Two Dads? Yes. Yes. <gasps> Okay, I know what you movie know. you're talking about. Yes. Well, oh my god, main, the main chick from My Two Dads is in this. Oh my god, I maybe have seen this movie. She makes prank about, calls. Yes, and then she <laughs> calls this guy who's a serial happens to be a serial killer, and she's like falling in love with him. You know, like a 13, 15 year old, whatever she's supposed to be. Yes, and oh my god, and- I think I have seen this. I've <laughs> seen that. Oh my god, thank. You. Okay, I could never remember the name of the movie. It's been for ever since I've seen it. I've maybe only watched it a handful of times, probably around that time, which, you know, that's smart. That's age appropriate. But it was it was always it was just so fucking weird. And I remember watching it like during the day, which seemed like a weird thing for channels to be playing during the day. Uh, But I've it so it lives kind of rent free in my mind in a very small studio apartment in the back, but it occasionally <laughs> comes back and I'm like, what the fuck was that movie? So it got to the point where I'm like, I made it up. So thank you no, for <laughs> that's the whole reason. That's the whole reason I watched it was because I knew Jen had to remember what was that movie? No, I it's suddenly on- forgot about it until you till just now. <laughs> Because that's, again, one of those that you did watch it way back in the day and have never seen it since. Mm-mm. Yeah. And we used to do prank calls all the time. Yep. When we were kids. Yeah. And uh, it was on Paramount Plus or something, you know. So, but it's just so funny watching it because it's like, you know, they've got the phones and it's like my other line. And then like he leaves like voice messages for women on their answering machines when he's about to kill them. And he's like, this is, I can't remember his name. This is so-and-so and I'm going to kill you. I'm, I'm in your house. So I'm going to kill you. And he's like standing right behind them. And then he kills them. <laughs> <laughs> but then I wanted to see whatever happened to that woman. Uh, Cause she's a woman now. I mean, she was a teenager then she's a lawyer. She goes by a different last name, but she's a lawyer in Los Angeles. So if you were ever wondering what happened to the girl who for some reason her name now is escaping me and I should I, I'll look it up here but she uh that's what she went on to do yeah my two dads man I was like <laughs> that's show. a blast from the past oh, Stacey Keenan was her name yeah I loved that show my two dads yeah me and my yeah. mom and my sister watched it every week <laughs> but yes so if you want to have a blast from the past go watch Lisa <laughs> 
not recommending this movie, but hey. <laughs> or if you watch it and you're on Twitter, live tweet it and then throw in like a hashtag, like it's a fandom thing. So then yes. you know. <laughs> Please do. That would be amazing if someone did that. I would love you forever and ever. Um, I would give you some free merch if you do this, if anyone does this and oh uh, and even incorporates us with this, with the hashtag, make sure to do that. And you tag us and you're following us on whatever social media platform you do this on. I will give you some free podcast merch. So <laughs> throwing that out there whenever this this um, podcast episode airs, hopefully the movie's still on there. <laughs> People should be rewarded for their time and efforts with the movie and, and any live tweeting or anything. Yes. <laughs> so yes, Especially free like stuff. <laughs> yeah, free stuff. Okay, well, let's get into The Boys season three, which saw a lot, a lot happening in season three. Of course, I think the biggest thing that people talked about and a lot of new people started watching because, of course, Jensen Ackles joined the cast playing Soldier Boy. Um, but also, you know, you had <laughs> you had Herogasm, which was the most overly hyped episode of television ever. I'm not saying it wasn't a good episode, but oh my god, that was tame. Uh, <laughs> acted up in the warnings. I'm like, this is the most. This is so flippin' tame. I'm like, my grandma could watch this. No, I don't I'm, I'm wondering what that says grandma. about us. That I'm we kidding. all think that it was just mild. <laughs> I haven't heard anyone say it wasn't. So. I know. <laughs> but you had that. And of course, you had Homelander being even scarier than usual and a bunch of other things going on. Huey and Billy, you know, taking the the compound V and being heroes for a momentary second and Huey being kind of a douchebag. Anyway, <laughs> you had a musical number. You had cartoons. <laughs> everything you could imagine this season it was a lot so I want to know Jen what are your overall thoughts on season three and you know what give it a rating at one out of five glasses of soups. milk oh, oh glasses okay. of milk that's better <laughs> one out of two rating one out of five glasses of milk <laughs> Well, I love this show, and I've covered the first two seasons uh, on my podcast with my friend Jill, and we will be back to do season three at some point, but I, I love this show. This show is fucking wild. It's bonkers. It's bananas. It's gross, and it's hilarious. Uh, so I would have to give... I've only watched this season once, but I think I'm going to go ahead and give it a solid four glasses of milk that could go up. Um, after I do a rewatch, because I will rewatch it, but it's this this season. It, there's a lot going on. Um, I realized how much I have because I stopped watching Supernatural uh, season twelve or some shit. I think so. I haven't seen Jensen in many many years, so it was nice to see him again. I loved R-rated Jensen. We got to see his butt, and so it's like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um but yeah just a lot going on but i really like this season because it kind of helped uh fill in uh, give us some answers about uh not just soldier boy in the past but also uh like um black noir 
Ed, young Edgar, young Mallory. I really like the two actors that they got for those roles. They did such a good job. And then, yeah, it's, so I liked, yeah, like I said, I like how they kind of filled in some of the holes with that. A little bit more backstory to Black Noir, because I don't think we really got a lot about that character in the first two seasons, just kind of in the shadows and a total badass. So I did like that, but this show is so fucking wild, and I love that I can have all sorts of different emotions of being disgusted and being grossed out. And <laughs> I'm trying to think of other synonyms to say disgusted, but also <laughs> incredibly entertained. So uh, the acting is so good. Anthony Starr as Homeland Homelander, just it's a despicable character, but an amazing actor. So for that reason alone, I love Homelander, but otherwise I fucking hate Homelander. Uh, so it's just it's so good. It's wild and it's one of the few shows my husband will actually like recommend to people that they should watch it because they will probably like it. So I've ranted, I've rambled, but I love, I love this season. A lot going on, a little messy, but I'll take it. <laughs> yeah. And Paula, how many glasses of milk do you give this and what are your overall thoughts? I think I'm going to give it five glasses of milk. Um, I thought they did an outstanding job. There, there was so much going on that they packed into what eight episodes, so many different storylines, and every actor on the show just knocked it out of the park. Homelander, Anthony Starr was phenomenal. That creep factor was just so good. Was really looking forward to seeing Jensen in another role. I mean, loved him as Dean, but was really looking forward to seeing him in something totally different, and he did not disappoint. They, they, you know, they were really hyping him coming onto the show and, and, and the Soldier Boy character, and that could have fallen flat because of how much they were hyping it. But I have not seen anybody say anything bad about his performance or the character. Like everybody is looking forward to seeing more of that character, and I really hope they bring him back for more. I know they've left it open ended, and they have to bring him back because there's so much more that they could do with with that character. You know, so much going on with Kamiko and Frenchie. You know, they've kind of they've kind of like split the team up now, and just I could go on for hours about <laughs> about the season. Just suffice to say, I, I I really liked what they did with this season. They they kept it really concise, even though there was so much going on. There wasn't a whole lot of filler of anything going on. Everything tied together, and I I loved it. I'd give it probably four glasses of milk. I did. I, I love this show. First off, I do love this show. Go back. We list, We did do an episode covering the boys uh, a couple of years ago, and that was with Tiff and Judy. Uh, but go back and listen to that one. And I, I do love this, this show, and I love this season overall. I do think they were trying to do too much, though, I will say. That's my one little critique is... I think they were trying to pack way too much into it. And so there would be times where my brain kind of was like, okay, there's too much going on here. Maybe you could have spread some of this stuff out a little bit, but I do love this show for the fact that it, I mean, it pushes boundaries. I think it could even push them even further. I mean, I, I mean the opening, 
we're spoiling everything by the way, I guess, but the opening when that, what is that, that soup's name anyway, but it's that like changes termite. sizes. Yes. It's like termite, termite. or ter- yes. termites or terminate, not terminates, and, but something along those lines. Ter- it, the termite or something like that. Yeah. yeah. And with the show opening with <laughs> those scenes and then him going in that ass of that, of that guy. Oh, and then it wasn't the ass. Well, he did try and go. He did try and go in there first, right? Didn't he? He went into the pee hole. Oh, I thought he went into the ass first too. He yes, he went into the ass first too. He, he might have mentioned because I know we to saw like a camera it, there. I know we saw a camera there. He was he was in the pee hole. He was in the okay. That's hole. right. See, I can't even remember. Anyway, <laughs> and then and then he grew into his normal size and. The guy exploded. So that was like one of the weirdest things. I never thought I would see anything like that. I don't know where your mind is that you come up with something like that. I have to say. <laughs> and I haven't read, I want to be, I haven't read the graphic novel, so I have no idea. Uh, but yeah, I mean, no. Um, and overall, I, I like most of the characters on here. I am starting to not like Billy the Butcher. I don't like the Butcher very much this season. And I used to love Huey and I don't like Huey very much anymore after this season. I think they have become, especially the Busher, have become what they hate. And I know it's because they're taking the medicine or whatever, but they also are becoming pompous jerks and think they know better. And it's really flipping annoying. And the way they treat everybody else is really gross and icky to me. And the whole thing with Huey with being so like jealous of Starlight and all that crap and his precious male ego, I wanted her to just, oh, I, I was so glad that she wasn't putting up with a lot of that because he's a douche. Sorry, but he is. I, I like Jack Quaid, but oh my gosh. So, you know, so it's it's been it's a roller coaster season, I think, honestly, where my thoughts on things went. And and I can't see we're going to get to Soldier Boy in a moment, but I, I can't see them not bringing him back because my unless Jensen doesn't want to, because my thought is my my feeling is this show probably received a huge bump in its ratings. It's already popular, but people that never watched this show started watching it because of supernatural and because they wanted to see Jensen who's not really even in this that much honestly and they also arrived to that I'll say which I understand when they did it PR and everything so you know if those people end up wanting to stay around I think the only reason some of them would stay around is for Jensen sadly because I think that's the only reason a lot of people did start watching it this season like new people I'm not saying anything against that that's cool I just, it just would be sad to me if they stopped watching, if Jensen didn't come back, unless they hated the show, then I, then I totally understand that. So, yeah. And then Homelander, I I said it before, Anthony Starr is the standout best performance hands down in this series. Nobody, I mean, everybody's good, but he is in another level. He, this is probably the best television villain I have ever seen because of his performance. He is, he does the most amazing things with his face and he's so flipping creepy and his smile like he has these different smiles though he doesn't just have one smile he has different smiles and they are so creepy and his last facial expression at the end of the season 
Oh man. And his son is creepy as hell now too, but, (laughs) but yeah, he's just, he is in a whole other class here and it wasn't eligible for this year's Emmys. And sadly, since that's like a year away for next year, I bet he'll be forgotten, but, and plus this is a genre show and people don't usually nominate those, but he deserves to be nominated for an Emmy. He is absolutely incredible. And he just kills it. And he always has. And he is such a sociopath. He's awful. There are so many awful people in this, but he is beyond. He's like next level awful. He's the Um, best awful. (laughs) He's the best best awful. awful. Yes. (laughs) So yeah. So overall, I like it. I just think there's too much going on. And I think they could have cut some stuff or saved it or stretched it out, which probably wasn't up to them, but. Okay, so I want to know, since there were so many storylines going on, Jen, what was your favorite storyline? Oh, my God. That's so hard. I don't know. (laughs) Like, I knew you were going to ask this question, and I still, I don't know. I love, I did love the Kimiko and Frenchie and their relationship kind of, kind of, them more or less like exploring really where they're at with each other and who they are to each other. And then kind of realizing that regardless, like it, it might not be like a romantic or a sexual love or anything between them, but they, they have a connection. It's deep. It means a lot. They mean the world to each other. They are there for each other. You know, Frenchie, he would have he would have left with Kimiko if it wasn't to finish this job and everything, you know, with the Homelander and whatnot. So he's he's there for her. And I, I loved it. I wasn't, I wasn't like super duper blown away by the musical segment, but I thought it was really cute. It was done very well. And it's just nice to see like happy Kimiko after two seasons of not. And so for that character to kind of start uh, finding herself and kind of all these things that she missed out and us knowing that, oh, she loves musicals. She loves all these older musicals and everything. And the softer side of Kimiko. Uh, And then Frenchie, we got a little bit uh, kind of backstory of Frenchie and we got little Nina. And I I was disappointed in the little Nina storyline, that little tiny bit. I get that we had to get to Russia somehow, but it, it just... It kind of fell flat. It didn't really go anywhere because then poof, poof, she's gone. So I, like I said, I liked the kind of the flashbacks that we got and kind of what happened to Homelander and everything and essentially what happened to Black Noir. So I liked all of that little bit. I love flashbacks. I'm always a sucker for flashbacks. So all these kind of like time period bits that they did with Jensen. Oh, I just ate that shit up because it was just hilarious and just I've so good um but i thought the actors that played the young edgar and young mallory i thought they did such a good job uh portraying the the speech patterns the mannerisms and everything of what the individual actors brought to the present day characters versions so the actor that they got i don't have his name i'm sorry that played young edgar just blew me away i don't know like he had the voice don't tell me they did a voiceover thing or with Giancarlo, but he just, he was so fucking good. The mannerisms. I'm like, I felt like I was watching a young 
like really like a young Edgar the Gian, young Giancarlo. Sorry, I'm too excited fucking up the name. Um, because <laughs> he just did such a good job, and the actress that played young Mallory, same thing. I thought they studied those characters so well. I was just actually for side characters for a couple of episodes, couple of minutes. They did a really really great job, but. It was really kind of wild to see what actually happened to Black Noir and then see how Black Noir sees things with the staying at like a busted up Chuck E. Cheese type place. And he's got like, yeah, the little cartoon visions. He's got his little woodland creature friends. I, it kind of it kind of broke my heart a little bit. And I was like, oh, so I loved it. But at the same time, I was a little conflicted in that I liked the mystique of just this mysterious killer badass that was black noir but you know again we see a softer side of some of these more these tougher appearing characters from the first couple of seasons so and yeah spoiler so it was it was it was kind of it was sad to see black noir go because since it was homelander that did it and you could see the pain in Homelander's, I don't mean to laugh, but that Homelander actually, actually cared about somebody. I mean, obviously not enough to not kill him, but so that was, that was kind of interesting. Cause again, a softer side to Homelander here. He actually cared about someone from the seven. Um, oh God. And then the I said beat. one favorite story. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Every story. <laughs> I was like, is I'll she going to go through every single one? It's okay. No. I was like, I'm <laughs> no, that's fine. Thank you. We'll stop there. <laughs> no, and I have a totally different thought on that, on that, um, on Black Noir's death, which uh, murder, which I'll get to when we talk about the finale. But yeah, I have a totally different thought. <laughs> As far as like Homelander and it, um, so that was interesting. Sorry, Jen. No, no, that's, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Thank you. (laughs) Seriously, this is a show we could talk about for hours. (laughs) Absolutely. So so Paula, what are your 20 favorite stories? Okay. So real quick on the Black Noir thing. (laughs) I was really glad that we got a little bit more on him. I was kind of heartbroken at the end when when he died because I wanted to see more of that character and also weirdly it kind of felt that Soldier Boy kind of got you know cheated out of getting that revenge that he was looking for mm-hmm. I know that's totally messed up but you know whatever and um but yeah but his storyline was just really sad you know with everything that happened to him the the one that that I think was probably my standout favorite I'm going to have to go with the Soldier Boy storyline because I was really looking forward to that. Now, I've been a a fan of the series since season one. I didn't start watching it just for Jensen. But when I found out he was coming on the series, I was very excited. And what they've done with the character is just he's brought a lot of nuance to it. You know, he's just he's very much that, um, you know, Captain America archetype, but, you know, the bad version of it. And you know, watching him play that character is, is a lot of fun. And, you know, you were expecting the way they hyped it, that he was just going to be this 
almost worse than Homelander. And in his first like substantial scene, when you see him with uh, Crimson Countess, you're almost kind of feeling, you know, a lot of empathy and feeling bad for him. And it's like, well, how, how can this guy be so bad? Yes, he's an asshole. <laughs> I mean, he's an abusive, horrible person. But at the same time, you feel really bad for him because everybody has betrayed him. He was just trying to do, you know, his job, even though he's a terrible person. And so there was a lot of conflicting emotions with this character when you did see him on screen. And he had a couple of scenes with Butcher where he, he was talking about issues with his dad. And then you see the um, parallels between him and Homelander with those issues. And so a lot of that was really interesting. So, yeah, so that was the, the storyline that I was most looking forward to. And uh, they did really well with it. Well, it, it proves that Jed and I are podcast brain twins because the, the, the Frenchie and Kimiko is, that's my favorite. Um, then I'm not going to say, cause it'll spoil my, the next category here. But what I loved about that storyline is I think of all the characters on here and, and I love other characters. I think like Maeve is great and wonderful. And I, I like her storyline a little bit and, and stuff. I, I really like her a lot. And I liked black noirs thing and um but what i liked about their storyline is like you said jen she has been put through so much and she still was in this season but she's been put through so much crap and she's been tortured and treated horribly and so to see her even get a moment of happiness i loved the musical thing the only thing i didn't like about it is i wanted the whole episode to be a musical See, that I, thought, I was disappointed. Yeah, I thought, yeah. well, that's the way they were advertising it. Was totally it was a missed opportunity. Yeah. And that's the way they promoted it was like it was going to be a whole musical episode. And I'm like, oh, awesome. But no, it was really brief and it should have been longer. But I loved that part. And I loved um, her and Frenchie together. I do. I, I am kind of disappointed. And I know people are mixed on it that they seem to be implying that they are that's more platonic and more like, you know, like they're siblings almost in a way, the way they feel about each other. I kind of am disappointed in that. I, I see them, I think they have great chemistry and I see it as more of a romantic connection. And so that disappointed me because I didn't, it seemed like they were kind trying to step away from that. I know that's a big heated debate and a lot of people have different feelings on that, but I don't know. I wanted it to be a romantic connection. Uh, but I I like them together. I think they have the purest hearts. I think Frenchie probably has the, the biggest heart of anybody on this show. And Frenchie truly deeply cares for the people that he loves, like truly. And like, I don't think there's anything really that gets in the way of that for him. And he is doing good because he wants to do good and he wants to help people. He's not doing good to fulfill an agenda. I'm not saying he doesn't want to get back at people that have hurt his friends, but he's doing it because he feels it's the right thing to do in his heart. And he wants to do good. Whereas I think a lot of the, the other care, the characters that are not the soups and are part of the, the boys are, are, I think they are doing a lot of this stuff for their own particular reasons, for their own revenge, for their own hurt, for their own, you know, stuff like that. So I think his reasons are so much more pure and real to me that it's easier to root for him and to be on his side than it is a lot of the other people. So their storyline overall is my favorite just because I think they are um, two of the only characters on here that are very easy to root for. 
I think, I mean, I love Maeve. I can root for her at times a lot too, but I think it's very easy without any, any trepidation to root for those two. So, yeah. The future is a hefty responsibility and not one that we take lightly, but then taking things lightly has never been what hefty is about. That's why we've created the hefty renew program that turns hard to recycle plastics into valuable resources like park benches and building materials. To participate, simply fill up an orange Hefty Renew bag with accepted items, tie it up, and drop it in with your regular recycling. That's it. It's that easy. It's time to rethink recycling with Renew. Particular valued resources may vary by geography. More info available at heftyrenew.com. Okay, well, I want to know, other than Soldier Boy, because we're going to talk about Soldier Boy in a second. So other than that, who is your favorite character? Character, not sir. <laughs> <laughs> I love you. I'm sorry. Well, look, Carla was supposed to be here tonight, and so she's not. So I'm filling that role. No. <laughs> and Meg, too. To you know. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Character. <laughs> I think, okay, so for, especially for this season, I think I'm going to go with Kimiko because of everything that we've already said. But then also she, you know, we see that she loses her power and then she asks for to get it back. And she asks Starlight to go get her compound V and that this time it's her choice. And I love that. And in the wake of everything, I'm just I'm screaming at the TV every time a character gets to have a choice. I'm like, yeah, fucking more rights than I do. Great. Uh, Sorry. But. I loved that. I love that she had thought about it. She experienced what it was like to not have the powers and that kind of helplessness that she felt of not being able to protect Frenchie and the ones that she cared about. She still kicked ass and she still killed people. Um, but and then the and then the struggle that she had with that, but she eventually came around to be like, you know what? Fuck it. This is what I want. I've thought about it. I've lived it. This I absolutely and so i was really happy that she had the opportunity to not have powers for a while and to kind of sort through all of that and to finally and then to come to that conclusion that i think a lot of us were probably hoping for like yes get your powers back and be kick-ass again and be a badass and yeah uh so it was i i really really enjoyed that i think that was maybe one of the happier storylines, one of the happier moments where I was just like, yes, 100%. Okay, I'm done. (laughs) I came in under time, coach. (laughs) Very good. You get get a glass of freshly milked milk. (laughs) Straight out of like the bucket. (laughs) Straight out of the the cow. Out of the tea, out of the udder. (laughs) No thanks. Okay. Uh, (laughs) I'll bring the cow to you. You can just (laughs) sorry. (laughs) We're in Wisconsin. We got plenty of cows. We're fine. I got them in the backyard, I swear. (laughs) So Paula. I'm gonna have to say Kamiko and Frenchie because they're so intertwined for me. Frenchie, because a lot of the reasons we already said, you know, because he has that big heart for everybody and he just he loves them wholly. And Kamiko, for everything that she's been through, she still has this innocence about her, even though she still can kick your ass and kill you. <laughs> but she does. She still has that innocence about her that draws you in. And I just want to say it too. 
um, Karen Fukuhara that plays her, phenomenal yes. job playing her. That's got to be such a tough role to not speak. And they're they're using a made up sign language. This is mm-hmm. something that her and um, the um, I, I don't know the the person behind the scenes that helped they they made up that sign language. It's not a real sign language. Um, so um, she also deserves all the awards for playing that part. Um, but yeah, those two together are just so in, in, intertwined in my mind that together I just I, I, I love them so much. <laughs> And they cannot kill either one of them off because I will be pissed. Mm-hmm. It just, it cannot happen. I We're all on the same page here because <laughs> I was like, well, I'll just say Frenchie since Kimiko was already taken. But then, then you took both of them. It doesn't matter if we all say the same. But so I agree, ditto. And for all the same reasons that were said. Um, and, you know, it's funny because if you had asked me like in season one or season two, I probably would not have said either one of those characters. And I, I'm not sure who I would have said, but they were kind of like far down on on my roster, to be quite frank. I liked them, but they I, didn't stand out as much. And I think they just do more this season because, I don't know, I, I think maybe the writing has changed a little bit for them or been better for them, or the fact that, you know, it's not all torture and there is some happiness there. Mm-hmm. and at least some hope for happiness so i think that's why but it's interesting because yeah they were not my nowhere close to my favorites in the first two seasons but definitely this season for sure yeah okay well we are going to talk about soldier boy i i'm singling out soldier boy because uh a lot of the reason like i said that some people did start watching this show this season was because of jensen ackles i am just gonna proudly just be one of those annoying people and say i've been a fan of jensen since <laughs> days of our lives but I have been a fan of Jensen since Days of Our Lives. <laughs> yeah, I'm that annoying person. Uh, and, you know, and as everyone should know, Dean Winchester is my all-time favorite fictional character ever, period. Uh, and I will defend that character forever. Um, and the only reason I kept watching Supernatural after mid-season 11 was because of Dean Winchester. I would have given up on that because I started not liking anybody else. So really, so <laughs> I've written fanfic for him. I've, you know, I, I love that character, but it was, I was so looking forward to seeing Jensen outside of that. And especially when he doesn't have the CW network television thing, any if he can break out of that. Plus I just think he's a phenomenal actor. And really should have won like four or five Emmys for Dean Winchester. Seriously. Uh, It's a shame that genre shows are looked down on so much. So anyway, so he joined the cast. Eric Kripke, you know, invited him. He was auditioned or something. I don't know. Everybody fights about that story in the fandom, the supernatural fandom. So I'm not going to even want to talk about that. But this character who is the accurate version of Captain America, as everybody knows, I hate Captain America. So <laughs> this is the better version. <laughs> Captain America is so boring and bland and dumb. Sorry. <laughs> bland yeah. and dumb, she said. White bread. He's so bland. Uh, sorry, I know. <laughs> People hate me in the Marvel Universe, but I don't care. So, you know, he's the version of that. 
and uh, he was cryogenically frozen, like in the late 80s. I can't remember the year it was. And also tortured and stuff. But he was also a horrible, awful, awful, awful person. Uh, and then it's revealed that he is Homelander's father. And the big thing is they're trying to use Soldier Boy to kill Homelander. But then there's the big battle. We'll get into that when we talk about the overall thoughts on the finale. Um, but yeah, so Jen, what are your overall thoughts on Soldier Boy? Oh, so I I was, I, okay, I loved seeing Jensen, like I said, R-rated Jensen. I was so happy to see him in something outside of Supernatural because, you know, that show went on for an amazing 15 seasons, right? Something mm-hmm. like that. Yeah, 15 seasons. But it was like every time that's every time the seasons got renewed, I was like, free these poor people and let them do other things. Cause I wanted to see them do other things. And this was, and now we had the chance. And so I welcomed Jensen and Soldier Boy with open arms uh, as a fan of the boys and a fan of Jensen. And was really excited to see what they were going to do, how he was going to portray this character. I have read some of the comics I read up to Herogasm. Um, and I believe how Soldier Boy is introduced in the comics is he's blowing Homelander. And he, so I was like, how are they going to introduce Soldier Boy? <laughs> <laughs> and I think like right away they said, no, we're not doing that. And I was like okay but i didn't get far enough so i don't know how terrible soldier boy is in the comics to compare the on-screen version but i really other than being like you know a racist and a misogynist he wasn't that bad (laughs) he wasn't any worse than anything that we have seen so far or hear and deal with in fictional shows and in the real world and i was like but you're so pretty and i but and it was just like he says the most terrible shit but at the same time i can't help but fucking laugh at it because it's just it was almost so over the top some of the shit that he was saying but anyways i so it, it again it wasn't the as terrible of a character as i thought we were going to get per the hype but i i think that is just the here comes jensen free from the cw chains and doing something different let's hype it up hype it you know everyone's gonna be excited for this and then yeah it took like two and a half episodes until he showed up and then it was only kind of here and there but it was it was good i enjoyed it he was terrible but entertaining and he said mean things to huey which made me laugh and then when When he's like, he does the whole thing like, oh, I had a bad dad. I could have been a great dad. And then immediately says the worst shit possible to Homelander. (laughs) I could not. I gasped and was just like, and then started laughing hysterically. This show makes me laugh. It makes me laugh at some of the most terrible things ever. But that's why the show is so great. Because then I don't feel super bad about it. Super bad. But it was... (laughs) So it was really interesting. I enjoyed the fight scenes. You know, I think like halfway through the season, there's like the three-way fight with Butcher, uh, Soldier Boy, and Homelander before everything's revealed. That was really at Herogasm. So that was really a lot of fun to watch. Um, And then the way things went down in the finale, I do agree, Paula, that um, 
there definitely are points where you kind of feel bad for for soldier boy because you're like this dude got like mega screwed yeah he's he says terrible shit but he's also been frozen for like 40 years he hasn't been present for all these you know societal changes and and whatnot and he doesn't understand the internet and wi-fi and he thinks Huey made all those words up and that's really funny but then it's like in the finale in the in the end when things don't go according to plan how the whole season has been building up to i was like he's the only one like sticking to the plan <laughs> he's the only one being, like seeing things through so that was kind of like you guys just whatever but yeah it was i i did enjoy i did enjoy him uh jensen as soldier boy i do wonder if if he'll come back it would seem like kind of a waste to just have him for just this season but it, so i'm i'd be curious i'm very would be very very curious if he does come back how they're going to how they're going to spin that yarn and how they're going to justify unfreezing this very dangerous person who is now even more pissed off and has a whole new group of people he wants to fuck up so um but i'll be there for it i'll watch it and i'll eat it up and I'll love every second of it. And it'll make me giggle and gasp. <laughs> giggle and gasp. <laughs> so, man, I have such different thoughts. It's pretty cool, actually. <laughs> I'm, um, so, Paula. <laughs> yes, Rated R. Jensen was a delight. <laughs> yeah. Um, and I completely lost my train of thought. <laughs> You're just thinking about, about Jensen's assets. oh my god that was hilarious um oh the 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 online uh comments about that were hilarious no but um um watching him play 15 seasons of the same character i know a lot of people were really disappointed when they ended supernatural and at first it was a little disappointing but then it was like no wait he gets to go do other things now because now he's gonna have time and he's been so busy and getting to see him play a completely different character. And I know he had to make like conscious decisions to make this character something completely different from Dean down to his speech mannerisms just goes to show how good of an actor he really is. And just, you know, and it's been said before, a lot of people watching Supernatural, you know, just his facial, you know, just micro facial expressions and whatnot. And again, watching the comments online, people that have never seen him in anything other than um, the boys are now going and watching Supernatural and the other things that he's been in because they're so impressed with his acting. Um, so that's kind of cool to see. They're, they might get a little disappointed with some of the later stuff in Supernatural, but again, he's probably one of the best things about it. I think we all agree on that. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yep. 1,000%. Right. Because <laughs> he's also my favorite all-time uh, fictional character as well, Aaron, and I will defend him with you. But and I, I have, uh, I have a hard time believing that they will not bring him back because I've got some theories um, about that character. Because um, I was, I, I know we were just talking yesterday about doing this episode, but I was trying to rewatch some of it and some of the stuff with um, the PTSD that they were kind of trying to portray with yes. him kind of accidentally getting that blast out and and <laughs> destroying buildings and killing people. I'm kind of wondering if that's more of a 
something that they set up as a trigger because it was always triggered by music cue and it that would trigger a flashback so i'm kind of wondering if if they're setting up something else for that character later on so i think i think he'll be back and he's he's kind of implied that he wants to come back and play more in that world so i'm hoping fingers crossed that he'll be back well, I mean, I think really, the, honestly, the only reason he wouldn't be is if it didn't fit with his schedule. Because, I mean, I honestly, yeah. I can't see it. It's like, I think they'd be kind of stupid to not have him come back because I'm sure, I, I don't know how they track the ratings on Amazon, but I'm sure they saw an uptick in viewers and people watching even the older seasons to learn what was going on when he joined. So I, I would be very shocked if uh, he wasn't back. Uh, as long as Jensen can do it. Um, well, <laughs> I don't feel bad for this character, so I'm very different <laughs> than Jen and Paula. And I, I, this goes again to Jensen's amazing acting because, you know, like Paula and I both said, we will defend Dean no matter what. And even with things that maybe we shouldn't defend him doing, I will. I feel more empathy for that character than any other character. But for Soldier Boy, no, I don't. And and because he's a horrible person and he's done horrible things to people. And he, yes, he has PTSD, but he's also given PTSD to people like Black Noir. I mean, it's just he's just not a good person. And I mean, I kind of this is this is my one my criticism of this season. And it could have been just for time and that they didn't have Jensen for very long is they did not delve into to Soldier Boy very much. And he was hardly there. So it was kind of like I, I, I wanted to know more about him, but I couldn't get an exact read. I mean, he had, you know, he talked about his father a little bit. And of course, like nobody in the I, there's only a few actors, I think, that can cry like Jensen can cry. No, I mean, Jensen can cry so well. And even if he's not, even you don't see tears flowing, when he gets emotional, he gets emotional. So you saw a little bit of that, but you never really got much about him. You got people telling you about him and you got people, you got some of the flashbacks that were really quick, but I still don't think like we really knew him except for how awful he was and is because he's cryogenically frozen again. But for me, it was hard to feel sympathy any empathy for him because of how horrible he was and he didn't hide how horrible he was he wasn't like he was ever trying to be a good person and he was out for revenge he was seeking revenge just like butcher is honestly and just like huey is honestly uh but they are coming under the guise that they are better because they are on the side of good but they're still don't but they still don't care in the end in my mind the other casualties that might happen because of that. And Soldier Boy definitely doesn't care. Soldier Boy is all about himself and being number one. And he feels threatened and, you know, talk about a horrible father. And I'm, and uh, Homelander is not a good person either. So I'm not at all saying Homelander deserves love because he doesn't deserve love. I don't think he's someone that will ever be redeemed. If they ever try to redeem that character, I will quit watching this show, to be honest. Uh, I, I already get annoyed with how they try to redeem the deep. So, Ugh. I mean, trying to redeem Homelander would be the worst thing in the world. So I'm not saying that. 
I just think it's just like, it's like not even with that, he doesn't even care. He could care less about anyone, doesn't care about his grandson, doesn't care about little kids, doesn't, he's racist, he's homophobic, he's sexist, he's just a piece of trash. So I'm sorry, I just don't feel any sympathy for him. I'm not saying I don't like this character because I like this character as far as like as a villain and I like what Jensen's bringing to it. I just don't feel an lick of empathy for this character. I would like to see more about him though, from him, not from them telling me stuff and not from just flashbacks or from other people relaying their stories. I'd like to see more about his background and, you know, and, and even more of his trauma. That's fine too. (laughs) (laughs) You want to kiss those trauma wounds? No. (laughs) He does trauma so well. He does. He does. You know, but... you know, Aaron, you were just saying, you know, we didn't get much about his backstory, you know, his soldier boy and everything this season, you know, other than what other people, other characters said. And you're absolutely right. And when you kind of look at the first two seasons, you know, even with like Frenchie and Kimiko, we're not given a lot. And here in season three with Frenchie and Kimiko, we're given heart, sentimental, you know, sentiment, um, wanting to change of ways, you know, all these other little things kind of start to fill in and round these characters out. So I think the fact that we didn't get a lot with Soldier Boy and he's not dead definitely, definitely leaves it open that he will, he could definitely come back uh, next season and we start seeing more of these bits and maybe you know, filling in more of like, nope, full on asshole or look, there, there's soft sides, Aaron, you can feel sorry for him, Aaron, and you can love him, Aaron, Aaron, Aaron. <laughs> I know most people on the internet are like both, both of you. And I'm just like, what? <laughs> I mean, don't get me wrong. Yeah. Soldier Boy is terrible. But oh, yeah, you know, as a fictional character, I like as a villain, I I love villains. I I will always love villains, the one that are just unabashedly not sorry. And I think maybe that's a little bit of what's going on here. And it's Jensen, and he's just so pretty. It's kind of hard to hate him. I know. <laughs> hey, I am a humongous. I mean, I have issues with him as a some of the stuff he's done personally. But I am a huge, huge Jensen fan. Like I said, I have been a fan of his since Days of Our Lives. <laughs> I've liked him longer than anybody else on my panel, I think. Uh, That's fair. <laughs> yeah. So it's it's not because and I love watching him and he's gorgeous and he's gorgeous in real life and he's gorgeous up close and he smells damn fair. good and he's a really yes. good hugger. So <laughs> he is super Can confirm. <laughs> he makes he makes you forget you left your purse sitting there and you have to go back and burst to get your purse. So, yeah. <laughs> oh, I could see that. I could see how he makes you forget a lot of things. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yes. So, <laughs> I just even though he's that... super tall and I'm sure it's, he still makes you feel like you're not, and at I least to so, me. And I was so blown away when I learned like years and years ago how tall he was because he looks so short next to his former Supernatural co-star. So I always thought Jensen was maybe 5'9", five, 5'11", five, but no, he's like 6'1", six, six, or something. Yeah. He's a tall, like, he's, he's tall. He's climbable. Can't confirm, <laughs> he's, he's tall. Climb. Yes, he is tall. And he's yes. a Pisces, and his middle name is my maiden name slash my oldest's name. So that's my connection to Jensen. So we were all, we will forever be connected. <laughs> that sounds like a total nut job. I'm sorry, but. <laughs> well, he's one of the people that, it, that when I have him on this podcast, 
Mm-hmm. It'll be one of those that it'll be a little bit of nerve. <laughs> the nerves will be high. The, fan, the little fangirl moment. I will try so hard not to have that come out, but it'll be inside <laughs> me. I'll be like, yeah. oh my God, I'm talking to Jensen Ackles. <laughs> well, you know, if you need moral support, I'm right here for you. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, that, that one. And, you know, <laughs> when we when we eventually interview our mascot. <laughs> our <laughs> mascot. <laughs> anyway, but... I mean, so it's not that, let me be clear. I I do like this character as a villain and I like watching him and I love watching Jensen and and I love watching Jensen in something that's R-rated. And what I really want to see Jensen in, again, I'm putting this out there in the universe is I want to see him in an independent character drama. I just, oh God, I would love that. I, I, I don't know if that'll ever happen, but that's my dream vision board thing for Jensen. Um, but so- It's not that it's just, I think he's a horrible person. So it's hard for me to feel empathy for this character, but that's not a slight on Jensen or on the character, even though I wish we could knew more about the character and I will forever love the solid gold thing too. I just want to And the horrible Calypso. (laughs) Oh yeah. Oh my God. He had to have had so much fun with that. You could just tell. Oh yeah. I know. I want the outtakes from that. Yes. (laughs) Absolutely. I love how excited Debbie Harry got about that too. That, that was the best. So yeah. Can we just please have more of that? Mm-hmm. Yes. Yes. Yeah, see, I wanted some of that in the musical episode. I'm like, mm-hmm. <laughs> yes. I wanted everybody to break out in song. Exactly. Uh, yeah. So especially don't... since we know he can sing. <gasps> yes. yes. He's an amazing <laughs> singer. He's such a good singer. So yes. He checks off a bunch of boxes for Aaron. <laughs> Except for he doesn't have the dark hair, but he still checks off a bunch of boxes. <laughs> so yes, and I will I will always love him. He's the only person I really of the three that I really care about. <laughs> the three main guys. <laughs> Sorry. You don't have to apologize to me. <laughs> Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BGW. Void. we prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. So I just want to know your overall thoughts on the finale because a lot happens in the finale. So I do at some point, we'll do like a live stream and we'll delve really deep into the finale and we'll have hopefully a bunch of people on because there are a bunch of people that want to talk about this. So I'm hoping we can do that sometime because there's so many storylines to cover here. But of course, it all ends in a big, huge, well, this isn't the final scene, but a big, huge standoff. You've got Homelander, you've got Soldier Boy, you've got Huey, you've got Butcher, you've got Starlight, you've got Maeve, and you've got the little, what's the little boy? So what's Homelander's son? Ryan. Ryan. Creepy ass Ryan. You got Ryan there and they're all kind of fighting each other. You've got, and then Maeve ends up being the hero, really. Uh, Maeve saves the day and jumps out the window with with soldier boy you think they're both dead they aren't <laughs> soldier boy is frozen and Maeve is still alive thank god i i love Maeve. i do want to say that i do i wish she had had more to do this season but i love her um so and then it ends with very creepiness very creepiness <laughs> <That's funny. laughs> 
it's Ryan and Soldier Boy out there with all the Soldier Boy, sorry, and Homelander out there with all their fans. It's very, um, very reminiscent of a certain president. And they're out there loving Homelander. Homelander gets upset, kills somebody in front of all these people. And they all start cheering and love him. And you watch his face as he looks a little bit like shocked. And then he smiles his creepy smile. And Ryan smiles a creepy smile. And (laughs) that's the end. So, Jen, what are your overall thoughts on the finale? Oh, so the whole thing with like Ryan, that's a 100% fucking Butcher's fault. And I'm super pissed at Butcher for that. Uh, the harsh words that he yelled at Ryan and, you know, I love Carl Urban. And in that moment when he yelled at Ryan uh, and the little, the facial expressions he makes of, you know, he the, the guilt and the hurt, but then having to like shut that off and trying to be like a tough ass because, you know, whatever, butcher, yada, yada. So it, I was so upset. I was super pissed about uh, Homelander getting to Ryan and, you know, Ryan kind of like going with Homelander and going with the whole thing and, you know, choosing Homelander this time and instead of Butcher. I'm like, well, I don't really blame the kid at this point, but oh, it just... Oh, it just made me so fucking mad. I'm like, the last two seasons have been all about fucking Becca and doing what's right for Becca. And now you let her fucking down. I was, I did not like that. So when it came to the Butcher, Ryan and Homelander, uh, made me super mad. Uh, the final shot. Yes, very much, very reminiscent of a past president. Some of the claims that he had made. And then we see it acted out in a fictional television series and it's they still loved him they still loved homelander so that's that's something that happened and i just don't like it when my fictional shows get too close to reality or when reality gets a little too close to my fictional shows so that's kind of the struggle that i have right there with that uh the big fight scene at the end i was glad that Huey finally made the right decision and stopped being a little shit and helped and and didn't try to save Starlight, but actually try to help her. And I was super excited for this like awesome, like Starlight light show or something. And then I felt a little underwhelmed with what was given, you know, she's fucking levitating and sparks are flying and she shoots a big blast and everything. But I don't know. I was, I don't know. I, I don't know what I was expecting. I was expecting more, so I was a little bummed when, I don't know, not everything burned down. And then Maeve kicking the shit out of Homelander was so much fun to watch. I enjoyed that. She, She's the one that made Homelander bleed. She was just, fuck. oh, I loved it. I loved that they paired for the big, you know, because there's a lot of fighting going on in this last episode. But for had for it to come down to Maven Homelander, it makes sense for for these characters. But I just loved seeing like a female going up against like a big bad male character type, and like more than holding her own, kicking ass, making him bleed, like really just giving him a run for his fucking money. I was just like, yes, I loved it. Cause I, you know, you kind of think maybe we're gonna see another showdown with. Homelander and Soldier Boy or Homelander and Butcher, but they gave that to us already halfway through the season. So this was nice. Kind of, it was just, it was a great watch, great fun uh, 
fun fight sequence. And uh, and then, yeah, you got Soldier Boy and Butcher fighting, yada, yada, again, mad at Butcher. And then, yes, Maeve is the hero. And I was very worried at first. I was like, they seriously, like, Maeve is in this, like, a total of, like, 20 minutes this season, and then they killed her. And then I was like, oh, thank God. <laughs> it's like she gets to live and go be happy and as a boring old normie. But that's what she wants. And so I was, I was so happy they didn't fulfill any tropes that way. And... Maeve gets to go and be free. So I, I did enjoy that. I really like that. And then M.M. coming to terms with his past and his issues with his daughter and kind of just laying the cards out because um, I can't remember who it was that gave him the advice of like, well, just show her who you are and let, you know, kind of her decide um, if she wants to be a part of your life. So I liked, I did really like seeing that of M.M., just being more honest with his kid and then his kid still being she, her being very like still embracing and loving. So it's their dad and MM and he's got awesome t-shirts. So the, the finale was, it was exciting, but yeah, I think my biggest issue was just the, the way butcher kind of fucked up this season <laughs> and how that uh, completely affected the ending and, and some of the characters. Yeah. Butcher was a flipping dick this season. So <laughs> I, I hated him this season. Paula, your thoughts? On yeah, he pissed me off. <laughs> hated him. He really did, especially by the by the finale. Um, because yeah, he you saw him going down this kind of dark road really from the first season. He was never really a nice guy. And it really kind of culminated in the finale. I mean, he was sort of trying to protect ryan but he'd already fucked that up by um by pushing him away and that pushed ryan down a dark path and i don't know i guess it's going to be that kind of nature nurture um argument of what's going to happen with ryan so that's going to be interesting to see next season um because i guess he's going to play a bigger role next season and that final scene with him in homelander was just you know, you kind of, you expected it from Homelander when everybody started cheering. He's because that's that's what he's been looking for this whole time. Is he's just looking for love and acceptance wherever he can get it. He doesn't care. He just craves that love and acceptance. And he's now realizing that it doesn't matter what he does, people are going to eat it up. And now Ryan's seeing that too, and that's that's not good. <laughs> I, I really enjoyed the the fight sequence. They did a really great job with the choreography on that. And um, so that was a lot of fun to watch. But there was a, there was a couple of things that kind of annoyed me about it. Um, you know, he, he was in the, the control booth and I'm like, why didn't you why didn't you flip the flip the cameras on and just televise that whole thing and let everybody see what's going on oh, oh yeah my God, I, I didn't, didn't even think, think about that. that i didn't either like, but why i mean they turn on all the lights but why didn't we televise this that would have yeah. that would you know because starlight had already put it out there that homelander was this you know horrible mm. person and all this stuff was going on let's show it and they didn't do it. Why didn't we do this? But then, of course, That's we proved point. that it wouldn't have mattered anyway because, you know, they would have, you know, certain sect of, you know, the population would have eaten that up anyway. And, yeah, I don't know, there's, you know, I think Jen said a lot of it that I agree with, so. 
I can't believe I didn't even think about that with the turning yeah. the cameras on. Yeah, I was sitting there the whole time. I'm like, turn on the they're cameras. They're in a television dude. studio. The, they're in the, yeah, exactly. They're yeah. in the, turn on the freaking cameras, Yui. <laughs> Maybe by that point, the cameras had been smashed, you know, from like Soldier Boy, like throwing Kimiko and the I mean, fight. That's I mean, fair. Maybe. It's but... fair, but I mean, <sighs> there's got to be at least one. Come on. I exactly. Exactly. <laughs> I mean, uh, despite how much is going on in the finale, I actually, I think the finale is the best episode of the season uh, it, because of the way everything culminates. And I think it's a great final battle. And I'm, I'm, this is where Jen and I differ. I am fine with, depending on the show, but like, like there's one thing where I kind of don't want to see the pandemic necessarily in in my in my shows and movies and i'm very disappointed to hear about a certain movie that has decided that they're going to include it in there some way anyway i i'll i i don't want to spoil that for everybody out there so if you want to know what that is you can ask me and i will let you know um and i'll let my panelists know too if they want to know but so that's one thing for some reason that i don't like to see is the pandemic and things I, you know there's some things that have done it well like superstore did it really well and it made sense there but I'm fine with politics being in this because this is this sh- politics should be in this show, frankly, because that's what a lot of this show is about. That's why it's so mind blowing, although really not that so many people on the right had a total meltdown when it was revealed, which has been revealed since the first episode, when they finally realized, I guess I should say that Homelander is the villain of the show. And I'm like, you didn't know this this is like this has been telegraphed it's like flashing lights villain 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 everybody like, knows this but it's, it's like because they were they not watching. paying attention yeah well it's because yeah. they i think want to think of him as not that you know i mean he's the superman character and he's the gung-ho american with the fl- flag so i think that's why but it still blows my mind so for this show i'm fine with politics being included because i think they do I think they have to be careful though, because I think sometimes, I think sometimes they think they're doing something and they're not doing it as well as they think they are. I I still think, I think Black Noir's death is actually one of the worst things this show has ever done, I'll be honest. Um, And I, I can't explain exactly why. I think that was very cruel. And I actually don't think Homelander cared at all. I think Homelander was upset because somebody lied to him. I don't think he was upset that he had to kill him. I think he was upset because someone was keeping something precious, like the fact that he has a dad when Homelander has the biggest daddy and mommy, mommy issues, really, that anybody on this show has. I mean, his mommy issues. I really think that's where all the milk comes from. But (laughs) he has those mommy, mommy issues. So that's my, I mean, I can totally see what you're saying, but that's the way I kind of, you know, I mean, the way Anthony Starr plays that scene, though, was amazing because there's so much emotion in his eyes there. So mm-hmm. you could read that so many different ways. But to me, that death felt kind of cheap, especially after everything we'd seen. And when you're watching how he has dealt with his PTSD with all those cartoons and everything, it felt really kind of gross to me, to be honest. But I was so happy Maeve didn't die because I was like, seriously, if you do a barrier gaze trope thing here, I, you know, or, you know, her sacrificing herself like that, I would have been really angry. So I'm so glad that she's alive and that she gets to go and live a happy, normal life because she deserves that. So I'm very happy for her. I was happy to see her 
beating the crap out of Homelander. That was really exciting. Uh, I loved that battle scene. And the final scene with Homelander and Ryan was so utterly creepy. And just like shivers down your spine, really. Um, and so I'm excited to see how where that goes. I think kids are creepy anyway. So this is the perfect. <laughs> <laughs> this is what kids are really like, I think. Sorry, all of my friends who have kids, but this is a de- actual accurate depiction of kids. As a mom, yes. it's accurate. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> but I'll be excited. It'll be like kind of like a little Damien, I think, in a way. So, and watching Home Homelander, like you said, Paula, he's always just wants. It was just this is not an excuse for how horrible he is, but this is all he wants is love and affection, and to be number one for someone. And he always thinks that he is, but he's never felt that from anybody. Like he kind of has this persona that he is, but everybody hates him. So now that he's seeing that all of these people love him and his son maybe loves him now, he's going to be who he's just going to be horrible next season is, is my guess. Both him and Ryan are going to wreak havoc. Um, yeah. On the, on the world so and mm-hmm. if anyone still likes homelander as far as like thinks he's the good guy yikes <laughs> yeah yeah he wasn't the good guy even in season one people no, no are I, you paying attention it's like straight like straight away right off the bat it's like these are terrible so these are not your avengers these are not your dcs no. these no. are this unhinged. is satire kids yes satire Yes. It's also what I think superheroes would really be like. If superheroes oh, yeah. were real, I think they'd be more like this than yeah. and especially see. marketed and corporate, yeah. cor- you know, sponsorships, you know, sponsorships and, yeah. and all of that. Absolutely. Yeah. So that was I think that was always kind of like my draw to this show uh at first too was this other side of superheroes, not your like I said, not your Marvels and stuff like that, but a closer to a real world possibility of what superheroes would be like and just to clarify i don't mind politics in 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 my programs and everything (laughs) but it's just when it's when the mirror almost doesn't exist no i know what you're saying i know what you're saying yeah so i because yeah i i remember reading about that during this last season uh certain fans not realizing that homelander is the villain and represents this and that and i'm telling my husband this and he's like are they watching the same fucking show as everybody else? Because it's been pretty obvious. Neon. This is like the same fan. You know, I'm just going to loop us all together. Sorry. But the same fandom that with season two being a weekly release and not a full season dump like season one was, they rating bombed it. And they it like they dropped, like just went in and poo-pooed all over it. My husband's like telling people, oh, you should watch it. They're looking it up. They're like, oh, it's only got like two stars, you know, out of like thousands of ratings. And my husband's like, that can't even be possible. And I was like, it's because the fans are brats. <laughs> so I'm I'm guessing it's that same little group of folks that uh, didn't like the weekly release and then went in and rating bombed it last season that are just like, we don't understand <laughs> storytelling. It's satire. <laughs> But they did the weekly release this time, except for they yeah. released a couple. So I'm wondering if the rating has bombed it again. I mean, Maybe. I will say, you know, we've been so spoiled by 
streaming and by being able to binge stuff that it is hard to wait now you know it's it's sometimes I like to save them until yeah but this this show and shows like it I mean it's hard to binge this type of show because you kind of have to like sit with it a little bit and take a break (laughs) before you watch more of it because I've been kind of binging it a little bit over the last day (laughs) it's a lot and I've already seen it and it's a lot (laughs) Yeah, there are some shows like that, which we should do, which like I'm rewatching The Sinner right now for our upcoming episode on it. And I that should that show is depressing anyway and dark. But I forgot because I've only watched each season once. I forgot how heavy, heavy, heavy the first season is. And I'm just like, whoa, this is a lot. It's it's not like on the level of when I watch Nip Tuck is still the worst thing I've ever had to watch for the show and binge because it is that thing where if you get to, if you're having to watch something and you're in this world, that's really dark and twisted and there's no light or no happiness sometimes, you know, and the characters are twisted and it gets more twisted. That can be hard for your psyche. And I like dark stuff, but for your psyche to sit and marinate in that it's kind of it kind of can be a lot so yeah yeah but yeah okay well yes well we are gonna dive deeper because i know we haven't talked about some of the characters at all like some we have not touched on at all and i understand that but we will do live streams at some point we will talking about this and for season four maybe we'll do like our live tweet live stream stuff for that as well um, so while the season is happening, like we did for Dexter and American Horror Story. But I do want to know really quickly, this just popped in my head. So this isn't on our outline, but I just have to know <laughs> just one word to describe your thoughts on the deep's relationship with, <laughs> with octopus, octopi, <laughs> it's sexual. It's <laughs> right, I have to ask Jen. Ew. <laughs> not erotic? <laughs> no. No. Absolutely not. I swear to God, if it had been a snail, I would have thrown something at my TV. Oh, you know, yeah, just fuck the deep. Just all the way. I <laughs> am eating Timothy. Was oh, my God. The best, so funniest, worst thing it was like a whole ball of like emotions and like i'm gagging as i'm watching it like just like i'm physically gagging but also laughing and then there's tears because i'm gagging and i'm just like this is how i love it so much like laughing and horrified at the same time I felt <laughs> like that nervous timothy. laugh poor timothy <laughs> poor timothy <laughs> r.i.p timothy <laughs> With the hashtag, they started justice for Timothy. Yes. (laughs) Poor Timothy. Oh, God. Um, Yeah. Ew, ew. Ew. Ew, ew, ew. (laughs) Just everything with the deep. His fake wife, everything. Just ew. Yeah. So, Paula, I know this is your second favorite character. Yeah, what the fuck? That was my reaction. (laughs) (laughs) like it shouldn't have shocked me but i'm just like (laughs) i it it shouldn't shock me but 
I think it was more just like the image. He turns around, yeah, at Hero Gasm, and, yes. and then it's just like right there. And then he's trying to talk to Starlight, and then like one of the tentacles comes up and tries yeah. to caress his face. He's and just, he's just like, like... <laughs> but I gotta say, when he's running out of the house and carrying it in a bag, <laughs> I felt lost. It. <laughs> that was the funniest thing. Oh, that man is twisted. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I, I echo the what the fuck, but justice for Timothy, man. Justice right. for Timothy. Yeah. Timothy. He had I mean, children. They... <laughs> yeah, for Timothy. <laughs> Family. I can't believe they did that to Timothy. <laughs> you Homelander. Right? <laughs> oh. It's like the worst. Oh, it was so great. <laughs> the sorrow and the sadness. Oh, <laughs> the best and worst oh. thing that they did. <laughs> and yeah, I, I mean, I'm not a fan of the character, but they've been building up to his his fetish there for since last season. They were they've been building up for this. So even though it shouldn't have shocked me, it did. It was like what the and yeah, the what? tentacle coming up and just the little <laughs> things they would do with it, it was really kind of clever, but. <laughs> Even in season one, when he was trying to with save the dolphin, dolphin yes. he kind of had like a moment yes. where with you're the like, dolphin, something's going like, on oh, here. <laughs> <laughs> and then the scene just gloriously happens the way oh. it does. <laughs> that was my first what the fuck moment in the yeah. show. <laughs> and I, yeah. Oh, first of many, yes. Yeah. Well, I just had this horrible thought. What if there are. I don't because I'm sure you know with the apple pie stuff and um uh-huh. know, yeah call it. um I'm sure that happened a lot with guys. I wonder if there's any guys that'll. <laughs> oh Lord! Oh. Sorry, I should not put you that know out there. that you know. there. You know that there are exactly. You it, know it's there been are. come on. They thought up to put it in the show. See, so you know it's happened. <laughs> yes. Okay, well, on that note, (laughs) (laughs) we're going to go ahead and wrap up. But like I said, we will do more boys stuff soon. So, Jen, why don't you tell everybody where they can find you? And most importantly, well, it's the only way they can find you anyway, but most importantly, your wonderful, amazing podcast, My Streaming Bubble. Oh, wait, we didn't do Six Degrees of Finn. Oh, my God. I was just going to say, like, okay, we're Finn, I worked I really am so hard. Sorry. No. <laughs> I am so sorry, Finn. It's even on my island that I'm looking oh at right here. My God. Oh my gosh. I can't wow. believe I did that to our vice mask, official mascot. I'm so sorry, Finn. I didn't do that to you the last time. <laughs> so now it is time. This is a great, so that was a great segue into our <laughs> six degrees of Finn Whitrock segment. And if you want to connect him to Timothy. <laughs> oh <my> <laughs> So, you both of my panelists have Finn connections. I don't. Paula, I'm just kidding. Sorry. <laughs> I knew Jen would because she's part of my Finn crew. But, you know, I thought forever that Paula would each time because the very first time she was on when we did this, she did. So, every time she's on since then, I thought she would and she's let me down every time. So, <laughs> I love you. I'm just kidding. <laughs> so, Jen, hit yes. me with the six degrees of Finn. All right. I have two of them. And all right. So the first one I have, I went using Jack Quaid and he was in the movie plus one with Finn Rock. The second one that I have, I went the route of our beautiful Jensen, 
who is, as we all know, may have, I don't know if you guys have ever heard this show. Uh, it's called Supernatural. <laughs> no. <laughs> What's that about? Yeah. It ran on this like really small network. <laughs> we did two weeks covering it. <laughs> That's how most of, of our panelists met. Yeah, it's no yeah, it like it's got like a really small fan base. No. <laughs> oh god, they're gonna come for me now. Um <laughs> so Jensen was, as we know, is in Supernatural as Dean Winchester, that also starred uh Jeffrey Dean Morgan as Big Daddy Winchester, and he is also in The Walking Dead as Negan and Thora Birch. Uh, appeared in one of the seasons and I forgot what her character name was but she was in American Beauty as Jane and starring and I didn't have his name for her so I just wrote Whisper Boy but it's Wes Bentley <laughs> so the initials still match Whisper um, Boy <laughs> it's true man it's true. and then who was in American Horror Story uh, this this series with Finn yes so I got there. you took one of mine <laughs> I figured I did. I'm like, she's doing two of them? I didn't approve of this. <laughs> well, I got the Jack Quaid one, and then I was like, oh, she'll probably have that one. So I was like. Yeah, because I'm like, this is a movie we've never mentioned. So mm-hmm. <laughs> like we just had on our um, one of our on our uh, unauthorized biography when Aaron came up with um, connecting doing um, using high school music, not high school musical. Halloween Town High. Oh, it was the first yeah. time we ever used that one. So nice. Yeah. Well, my other one is Carl Urban. Because Carl Urban was in Thor Ragnarok with Chris Hemsworth, who was, of course, in all the Thor movies, but in Thor Love and Thunder with our unofficial mascot, Christian fucking Bale, who was in the big short with Finn. So I I just like that one because I could use Christian mm-hmm. for that as well. So we've used that before, but Hey, oh, Jen job. took my opportunity to. I'm just kidding. <laughs> anyway, I tried oh. getting there with Carl, but like, I just, my brain, it seems like I struggle when it's like really, really easy. My brain just completely is like, this is impossible to do in six steps. And so I'm like, but I'm looking at Carla Urban. I'm like, I know, I know I can get there, but it just, it wouldn't let me do it. So I was like, fine, I'll do Jensen. <laughs> <laughs> No way. Well, if I recycled the first one I did, I can also okay. uh, tie him into Jensen. So Jensen uh, worked with Alden Ehrenreich on an episode of Supernatural. He was in, uh, he played Han Solo in a Star Wars story. Who worked with um, uh, Donald Glover, who was on Community. And, and I can't remember the rest of the... Uh, <laughs> the connection. So there was a there was a director that was there was a director that worked on that worked with oh, Donald yeah. Lever that worked with Finn Wertwalk. And I can't remember mm. the director. Well, the other way you can use Donald Glover though is Donald Glover was in Magic Mike XXL and Matt Bomer was in Magic Mike XXL and Matt Bomer has been in a lot of things with Finn, but The Normal Heart and American Horror Story. There you go. <laughs> so I completed it for you because that's what effort. I use. Group one. effort. Yeah. <laughs> Good job. It is actually really easy to connect Finn to these. It's really, really easy. Uh, but remember, you can play the listener version of Six Degrees of Finn Whitrock by 
heading on over to our website. It's a fanofthingpod.com. Click on the page that's titled Six Degrees of Finwit Rock. And each month, I, tr- I try to, sometimes I'm a couple weeks late, I change the ones on there. At the end of each month, I randomly select a winner of who's connected him to all four of the shows or movies that are on there. And these are all shows or movies that we have talked about previously on the podcast. And I select a winner and they get some It's a Findom Thing merch. So it's fun. I love playing this game. I'm sorry. I almost forgot about you, Finn. That'll never happen again. I'm sorry. <laughs> That's There goes my interview opportunity. <laughs> Oops. <laughs> yeah. Okay, so now we are really now we are going to close out. So Jen, my yes. amazing podcast brain twin, tell everybody where they can find your beautiful podcast. Oh, they can listen to the podcast, uh, my streaming bubble on a podcast player near them, uh, available on almost all streaming platforms, except for one. And <laughs> but you can follow me on Twitter at streaming bubble. Uh, you can follow also on. Facebook and Instagram, my streaming bubble. I'm not on there as much. I'm trying to get a little better at that, but I'm more active on Twitter. So may the gods help me. And yeah. <laughs> and, yeah. And, and, and that one platform that she's not, it's like our second most popular. Yeah. It's, <laughs> it's like I, I know you yeah. do. <laughs> I, I love you, Pandora. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> so Paula. Hey, hey, Paula, where hey, can hey. they find you? Um, I am on Instagram and Twitter at It's My Sandbox. Awesome. And this is Erin. You can follow me on Twitter at E April Beauty. The E and the A and the B are capitalized. Be sure to like the show on Facebook at facebook.com slash It's a Fandom Thing Pod. On Twitter at Fandom Thing Pod. No, it's in that one. On Instagram at It's a Fandom Thing Pod. On TikTok at It's a Fandom Thing Pod. If you have any feedback, show notes, if you'd like to be a potential interview guest on this show, any of the cast members, Jensen, I I will be totally prepared. I will not leave my purse behind. So <laughs> that can be taken to so many different ways. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> it sure can. <laughs> head on over to our website, it's a fandomthingpod.com. Click the contact us button. That'll shoot us an email and we'll get in touch with you. And I'm not sure what's up next since I don't know when this is dropping for sure. So I will just say thank you, everyone. Go check out some of our past episodes, some of our future episodes. We've got some great stuff coming right. Also, oh, uh, remember, keep an eye out. Our horror trivia event is coming back. Signups are opening on September 1st. We've got four great categories. We're only doing it for four weeks but it will be a ton of fun. So you don't want to miss out on that. Even if you're not a horror fan, it'll still be fun to watch. I mean, I know Paula will be there. I don't know for sure if Jen will be there. I'm assuming she will. (laughs) Maybe. (laughs) Maybe, but it'll be fun. So keep an eye out for that. So until next time, remember, it's a fandom thing. Black Lives Matter and Stop Asian Hate.
Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on chumbacasino.com. I looked over the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at chumbacasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's chumbacasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. DTW, Revoid, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.